Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your moderator, B. Jones, and I'm sitting here with my man. We know him as TTD, Thirst Trap Dace. Y'all know him as Jeremiah. What's happening, baby? What's going on, man? Another beautiful day in paradise. It is, man. You here with that contagious smile and this vibrant energy, man. We ready to get this thing cracking. Oh, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. There it is, man. We're going to jump right into it. So if you've been following the podcast, man, this is episode 94. We're on the road to 100. And it's been amazing because, you know, Jay started out with the little intern position, but he's grown into so much more. Uh, I want to start with Try for 52, man, that growth and that impact, bro. How has that been? You've been like a beacon of consistency over the year. We're rolling into the last quarter, wrapping it up and everything. So how is that, bro? Man, that's been, uh, I feel like that's been the foundation for this entire year, just being consistent and putting out content. Uh, this is something that I've never been able to do. It's always been a struggle for me just being consistent, man. So being able to do that over the past, what, four, I think this is week 45 that I just dropped. So uh, just doing that consistently, man, and just getting that traction, that momentum, and people realizing that, hey, this is what you want to do with your life. So obviously, let's get behind you and people supporting it. Uh, it's just been it's just been a serious growth factor for me. What is the one thing that has gotten you up every week to make sure that you stay consistent with this try for 52? And I'm asking you that because I know in any new venture, there's a lot of inertia that you have to overcome, bro. There's a lot of procrastination, a lot right, of right. doubt and things of that nature. So what kept you going? Oh, man, um, I would say people in my life. Uh, that's I would say it has to be them. Um, for example, my sisters, they would let me know, like, you're you're, you're inspiring me to, to, you know, whether it be to lose the weight or to st- go after their goals and go after their dreams or something of that nature. Um, Chris, she stay, she got on me, like, a few times, like, don't stop. You better keep posting these videos. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, just the people in my life just let me know that, you know, we, we see what you're doing and we need you to continue to do it. Like, please don't stop because you have something. And that reassurance, because uh, sometimes you could talk yourself out of doing something great. So having people in your life and having that environment where you can uh, thrive, man. And you guys, you guys, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I'll tell y'all enough. Y'all pushed me on so many levels, man, this year alone. So I'm definitely grateful for that. I agree, man. I think it was amazing. Uh, I think the, the situation, you know, I'm big on opportunities at this point in my life. And I think that opportunity was just the right time and right place. And you took full advantage of it. You took your lumps. You took, you know, the, the big brother and us jabbing you and trying to push you and push you and push you. It's like adding that pressure to that piece of coal, man. And now, now we're watching that diamond shine. We're watching it shine. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, y'all definitely, uh, y'all didn't hold back. You know, it was time. <laughs> y'all didn't hold back. Uh, we men. Right, right. So it was times where I was like, ah, I don't like how that felt. But you know, like you said, you take it. Take it how you can and, uh, you know, just know that it's coming from a good place, man. Absolutely. Going back a little bit, though, before we got to the Try for 52, man, you had We Live, man. What happened to that? Um, man, that took a little hiatus, you know what I mean? Conflict, uh, scheduling, you know, um, uh, my friend Zay, she's active duty Air Force, so some things she had to, she, you know, she had to respond to Uncle Sam, you know, when duty calls, duty calls. So we had to take a step back. That may 
we're in the works of uh, bringing that back up, probably in the form of a podcast, though. Um, just trying to to uh, encourage and motivate other millennials who are in pursuit of their goals and dreams because it's it's not easy. And typically, you see or you hear the uh, success story after people already done it, mm-hmm. and like, okay, well, this is how I did it. But you don't really hear about that story in the uh, uh, in pursuit of it. You don't really get to mm-hmm. share that. So, being able, creating a platform for us to share it ourselves. But also uh, bring on other people who uh, are in that age range of what twenty twenty nine. I think that's the millennial age range. Um, Man, you cool. cutting me out, bro. I have an amazing <laughs> story in the next year and a half. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean? But yeah, anybody who's in pursuit of their goals and dreams, man, just being able to share their story while they're in pursuit of it, as opposed to having to wait until the very end to say, "Hey, look at what I did." It's like kind of look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Makes absolute sense, man. I look forward to it. I do. I really do. Um, so. I want to talk a little bit about life's transitions at this point, man. When Jay, when you first started with us and we kind of hit on it a little bit in the early episodes, we knew you were a divorced male, very young in marriage. So you got divorced and then you grew, you know, you dated relationships, matured and everything else. But then you got engaged again. Right. And then you got separated again. Right, right, right. I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's, it, that, that, that transition period, man, I think that's a lot to deal with. Um, and you've still been successful throughout it. So tell me a little bit about that time period in your life where, you know, you got engaged, but then the separation occurred and how that impacted you. Well, I mean, being for real, I guess I, I didn't really feel uh, successful. You know what I mean? Or I would think that I didn't know how I was going to press forward, man. Um, it, I think what it did for me, it took me back to that place of, being divorced and took me back to that place of like, you know, feeling like what's wrong with me and, you know, why can't I seem to figure it out? Why can't I seem to make it work? So it was hard for me to press forward. I actually had, just being transparent, actually had a an anxiety attack at work. You know, I mean, I was just like, it was overwhelming dealing with the separation, still trying to press forward in the Trop 52, still going after the the, the goal of being a speaker and, and uh, finding my lane and and the school and work and all of it kind of kind of came crashing down at one time, man. And I was at work and I just, I remember asking a, a coworker, <laughs> I was being dramatic. I was like, Yo, how, how do you know when you're having a heart attack? <laughs> he asking as he's having an attack. How do you know? And she was like, uh, well, something like this, your left left arm, whatever. So I walked out of the- um, Isn't that a stroke? Yeah, I think that's a stroke. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I, I walked out of the out of the office and I went into the bathroom and bro, I just broke down crying. I mm-hmm. I, I dropped my knees. I couldn't I couldn't stand up. So um so yeah, man, at first I didn't necessarily feel like I could press forward. I didn't know how I wanted to just throw in the towel. Like maybe this is just this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. But like I said, a big a big factor, and if you don't for for, the, for my listeners, man, who if you don't have people in your life who could be in your corner, if you don't have that support system, uh get one because you can only deal with so much. You can only handle so much. And I believe that, you know, like I said, you guys, uh, my family, my friends, they were able to lift me up when I couldn't lift myself up, man. Absolutely, man. It's very, very important, that support system. How long would you say it was after that that you kind of were in a good place or even a better place? Uh, it's probably like probably a couple of months, man, just being real. Um, where before I could, because I lost a lot of momentum on um on everything that I was doing because that kind of took my focus. So it was probably maybe about like at least I would say at least like two, three months where I was actually getting to a place where I can, okay, let's let's move forward in the best light and um 
and, and, and you know, and just grow from there. You know what I mean? I had to like do some serious self-reflection and, mm-hmm. and just get, and just focus on, you know, number one, I guess, being me. Mm-hmm. Not, not on some egotistical stuff, but you know what I mean? Just I got to make sure I'm taken care of before I can even begin to try to take care of somebody else. You have to, man. And I don't know if that required any type of, you know, outside help, but I just started listening to uh, Charlemagne's new book, Shook One, where he talks a lot about uh, anxiety mm-hmm. as it impacts uh, us as males um, and its, its roots and some of the things that we've learned early in life, you know, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s via music and entertainment and just our lifestyles, you know, and how we suppress so much of those emotions and sometimes act out not even realizing that that's the cause. Right. And instead of, you know, hand and, and then it uh, turning into anxiety later in life, like Charlemagne talks about how he struggles with it daily or struggled with it daily until he started getting into his therapy session. So, you know, I kind of segue that into the importance of taking control of your mental health, which it seems like you were able to do. Definitely, man. And, to, and be intentional about it, man. Um, things like meditation helped uh, tremendously for me. Just being intentional and getting at least five, ten minutes of that in a day. And um, like you said, it's just you don't really, as men, we just don't, we're not taught how to deal with emotions. We're taught not to deal with emotions, you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, so it's kind of like counter counterproductive in that sense. So yeah, man, when, when it hits, it hits hard. But, you know, just like you said, take control of, of your mental health and your overall well-being. And uh, I think that's the place to start. Absolutely. So I want to back up a little bit. So you talked about the meditation. Um, are you a regular meditator? I, I've kind of fell off a little recently, but I was in that, <laughs> in that time frame. I definitely was. And it helps a lot, man. It's just, um, just getting, I feel like when you quiet everything around you and you really listen to what's inside you, uh, man, all the answers are there. So I, I asked because I'm dabbling in it now. I did it for the first time last, I think it was Thursday or Friday. Um, and it was just because I, I got hit with some things earlier in the week, um, working on huge projects at work. Um, I got another one coming up this week and then some personal projects that are coming in. Right. And I just, I just felt like I had to do something. And I'd always right. wanted to get into the meditation, but never really took the first step. So like that morning, I got up, found some random YouTube meditation video because I have no idea where to start and just tried it. Ten minutes, um, sat there in a little corner, quiet and everything. It was very, very difficult, though, because I was struggling to turn my brain off. Um, and I guess that just comes with time and practice. But definitely, definitely. that little 10 minutes really set my day up for success. I, I can actually say that I appreciated it so much because I had a much more positive vibe, feeling, aura, just energy going into the day doing that meditation. Definitely, man. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy how big of a, it's like that 10 minutes, like 10 minutes of your entire day. And it sets the rest, the other 23 hours and 50. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just changed the momentum. It changed the tone and the spirit of the whole thing. So yeah, man. And I think that that's the whole uh, shutting your mind off. Um, I, I read a quote a couple of years back, like meditation is not the controlling of your thoughts, but it's the exact opposite. So I think when we, I think initially we think we're supposed to try to shut our mind off, but it's actually we're supposed to just let our mind run when we're doing the meditation. We're supposed to just let it be free and do what it does. And eventually it'll get to a point where you kind of get still and you get quiet and you hear, you know, the things that you need to listen to. 
So what was the last thing you heard and during the meditation session? Um, the last thing I distinctly remember hearing, man, and it, man, this blew my mind because a lot of stuff happened right after I heard it. Mm-hmm. The last thing I distinctly remember hearing was, um, you have to let go of, like you overcome a lot of your fears. Now it's time to walk by faith mm-hmm. and, um, and, and trust that everything will work out. And, and after I literally, I was like, okay. I just said, okay. And I was just like, okay, I'm walking my faith. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm putting everything out there. I'm doing it all. And, um, a lot, everything started to happen after I heard that, man. I mean, the video with my other dude, um, uh, gig after gig after gig. I mean, um, linking up with different people coming into my life, just saying, okay, I'm walking my faith and just believing that it's going to happen for me and trusting that, you know, it'll all work out. And after that, I mean, Bruh. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like when you get quiet and you just listen to what's inside of you and get connected, you know what I mean? Just really get connected. It, it'll take you places that you never thought possible. And so where do you see that taking you now, man? I mean, you're blowing up. Travel 52 is going. You got gigs coming in, Ruben. Where do you see yourself uh, starting out 2019? What's the goals? Um, goals for 2019, I want to start my, my coaching practice because uh, I'm, I'm a health coach you know, slash motivational speaker. So um, goals for 2019, I want to have, I would say at least 50, by the end of the year, 15 clients um, that I've successfully helped transition in their health and wellness journey. Um, I would say my I, last, this past year, I wrote down five, five speaking engagements for the year that I undershot the heck out of myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so my goal for this year is at least 24 speaking engagements. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to get, you know, the bulk of those paid. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're listening, you can book me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Where can they book you at? Right. <laughs> Info at jdaceencourages.com. Hit your boy up. Uh, health and wellness speaker. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, man, just looking to grow, continue to grow, continue to connect, continue to build and, um, you know, give quality information to the people who's trying to take control of their health, which can ultimately take control of their lives. Absolutely, man. I think that's a wonderful mission. Um, and then listening to the Traffic 52s, watching some of your speaking gigs, or whatever like now i think i'm to the point where i'm ready to not just put fitness on the back burner and try to fit it in in the afternoon or the evening where i'm just gonna say f it i'm gonna get up at five o'clock in the morning right right p o'clock shout out case coach, <laughs> coach k <laughs> i'm gonna get up at five o'clock in the morning and go ahead and get that hour in man and start the day off right man try to get that meditation to be a little bit more consistent um and that's all seeing you man like i feel like watching your growth your transformation not just physically, but mentally and, and your, your drive and determination, that, that enthusiasm is contagious. And, you know, that's just like that smile. It, it's contagious. And so <laughs> I'm glad to have you, man. I'm glad you was able to put that into us. And I think amongst the group, you, you are that, that fire, man. So continue to push it out because we see it and it just pushes everybody else. I really appreciate that, man. I'm glad I can I, – I, I always wanted to make sure I contributed back to you guys because I feel like you poured so much into me, especially – even still today, but especially in the beginning stages. So to, to hear that, that speaks one – that speaks like magnitudes for me, man. So I really appreciate that. Easy, easy. So we talked about it a little bit in the beginning, man. This is episode 94 on the road to 100. What does that feel like for you, man? I know you jumped in on the podcast and just didn't really know where you was going to fit in, but now we – Almost to 100, man. How's that ride? I'm honestly, man, I just, I want to say that I'm mind blown, but I'm not. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like 
this was a great group of dudes. You know what I mean? This is a this is a great group that no matter what happened, we were gonna get, you know what I mean? We were gonna keep going. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like all of us go through our periods where it's not necessarily the best time for us and we're we're struggling. But when one when one is down, we got what five other that's strong. You know what I mean? So I feel like that, right up. that that alone just proves that we're we're <laughs> This is a hundred isn't going to be the last one. You know what I mean? Shout out to 200. Shout out to 300. Yes, that's it. That's it. I love the way you're thinking right now. I love it. Uh, give me your fondest memory from the podcast. Man. From the podcast? Uh, I, was, cause I, was, <laughs> I think the fondest memory for me, man, is, is the very first podcast that we were all together mm-hmm. uh, in St. Augustine when we did the photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was, man, just, just, being around you guys and then being like just the way y'all embraced me like I was like a part of the group when I was like just like I think that was like my first podcast with y'all so mm-hmm. you know what I mean um but yeah man the laughs the the brotherhood the fellowship it was just I, I'm looking forward to the next time we could do that I've been looking forward since that one I've been looking forward to the next time we do that so that's probably my fondest memory and the blooper reels I was gonna tell you the blooper reels are mine and specifically <laughs> the first one where we got you when I think what'd you do? You did a, a not it wasn't the skydiving, it was Oh, like, oh the, the uh the, the the ride in uh, Colorado. Yeah, when oh, you just took eyes. <laughs> Bruh, if you ain't never been on it though, you know what I mean? If you ain't never been on it, that's some, that was a scary ride. You dropping like a hundred feet to the ground, like it's at like a hundred miles per hour, something crazy like that. But yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, man, it was awesome. It was awesome. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, Jay, but I got to afford you the opportunity to really speak to the listeners, give them some motivation, and just give, give a piece of yourself on this podcast. Oh, no doubt, man. Um, I think a big key and big game changer for me, man, was personal responsibility, right? And I don't, I don't define personal. I think personal responsibility has like a stigma associated with it because it's scary to take personal responsibility because it's like I think people think you have to take fault you know, along with personal responsibility. And it may not be your fault. You know I mean? You are where you are. It may not be your fault that, uh, something I say, it may, it may not be your fault that you weren't taught proper nutrition. It may not be your fault that you weren't taught how to practice self-care, but it is your responsibility to do something about it. Um, and I think that a way that we can take personal responsibility is one through faith. And just believe that if I just keep pressing, if I keep trying, that maybe one day it can happen for me, you know what I mean? And, and keep things in perspective that you didn't get where you are, whether it be physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, socially, you didn't get where you are overnight. So it's not going to, you're not going to leave that place, you know, in three days, three months, um, you know, and have, and be willing to grind your heart out. You know what I mean? We'll be willing to put everything and anything into it that it takes to get there. And, uh, you know, I believe you, if you can do that, you can have it all. You can have it all, baby. Even this podcast on iTunes, <laughs> Vimeo, Google Play, SoundCloud. We everywhere, baby. Wherever you're riding off the track like a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get connected with us. Subscribe, man. Catch the videos. Uh, we on Facebook, Instagram, 13, at 13 Floor, please. Uh, we drop them every Friday. We got an amazing blooper reel coming at the first of the year. Shout out to Fresh. He gets all of the vids and everything straight for us. Um, and shout out to you, Jay Dace, man. I appreciate you coming on the show, spending some time with us, man. You know, you dip in and out, you know. <laughs> I appreciate you, B, definitely. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. We out. 94. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> The 13th Floor floor. The 13th Floor Floor